Welcome to Yell at Your Fat, a lighthearted show devoted to lightening up both figuratively and literally. My name is Wendy. This is episode 12 of 139. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everybody. (laughs) I am so excited. (laughs) Amazing, I know, but I'm very excited. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Okay. I would like to say up front now that I am not a licensed dietitian or nutritionist or doctor. I'm just a girl that has lost 139 pounds by changing my brain and utilizing diet and exercise tricks to their fullest potential. I've been through this and succeeded, and I just want to pass on the things I've learned to you. Fat shouldn't be something that makes you sad. It's something that should irritate you and motivate you to change. Yell at your fat. And you know what? I think it's time that I yell at my fat today. (laughs) And today I am really ticked off. (laughs) So (laughs) at my fat. I'm not ticked off at anything else or anybody else. Just basically my fat. Uh, I'm specifically targeting my ticked offness at... (laughs) my stomach fat and my thigh fat. Those two fats, oh my goodness, you better watch out. (laughs) So here we go. Hey, fat, why are you here? What the heck do you want? My stomach and thighs are not here for your enjoyment. Get out of here, go away. And another thing, you know what? You want to know something? You want to know something, fat? You want to know? You stink. <laughs> I mean, you you probably stink. I can't even smell you because you're underneath my skin, but if I could smell you, I assure you, you would stink. You are nasty and putrid, and you're a freeloader. You don't even do anything. If you would just do something instead of just laying there and hanging there, jiggling, hate you so much, but you don't do anything. You just sit there, and I hate it. That's not not enough good things. That's not enough good things. Go away. And another thing. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I have a lot of things to say at my fat butt. I'll save those for another day. (laughs) But that was very, very much overdue. I think I hurt my throat yelling when I was in high school. Oh my gosh, I just thought of this. When I was in high school, I, I used to play sports. Um, so I, I wasn't a cheerleader. I really would have loved to be a cheerleader because I just loved, you know, I had a lot of school spirit and everything. But I used to do this cheer for um, the home football games uh, as an honorary cheerleader and I would be in the crowd (laughs) and I would stand up and this cheer was called Boom Chicka Boom. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but my goodness, I would scream so loud that the next day, sometimes for two days, but for sure the next day, I could not talk. My voice would just go and I remember um, it was like my senior year, and uh, I got got called into the principal's office. 
And I had never been called into the principal's office. Well, one time when I was a freshman with Heather, but we'll go into that another time. But no, I got called into the principal's office and it was the assistant principal there saying, listen, Wendy, and this was the night after a game. And he said, Wendy, um, you can't do that cheer anymore. And I said, what are you talking about? I mean, I said, what are you talking about? (laughs) I didn't understand what he meant. And he said that they had seven parents call the school the next morning and tell them that I was ruining my voice and my throat and that I should not be allowed to do that chair anymore. So I could not do that chair anymore. It was so sad. (laughs) I don't know why I got off on that topic, but anyway, sometime, you know, when I'm bored again, this is, we've got to fill up 139 episodes. So I will do the entire boom, chicka, boom, (laughs) cheer for all of you. That'll be fun. Okay. I think it's time for a little something, okay? <laughs> I've got listener mail. I got listener mail. I got listener mail. Oh, there's mail out there and I got it. It's listener mail. Yeehaw! Wendy, I found you just in time. I have been trying to lose weight forever. This time, I wanted to reduce my cholesterol by eating right. I figured by doing this, the weight will come off. I decided to try and do it the vegetarian way and then eventually go vegan. So when I found your podcast and listened to chapter 11 and heard you were vegan, I immediately knew that you were exactly what I needed to keep me focused. Little by little, I am finding products to replace the unhealthy products I've been eating. With your help, I have no doubt that I will succeed. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do these podcasts. I hope they go on forever. P.S. Do you know of a good hot dog out there? And that was from Nancy. So it was so sweet. Thank you so much, Nancy, for sending me that email. And the answer to your question is yes. (laughs) There are some excellent vegan hot dogs out there. And um, my favorite is called Smart Dogs by a company called Light Life. And um, they are only 45 calories. Hi. Hello. Nice to meet you, Mr. 45 calorie hot dog, (laughs) soy hot dog. Um, But they're 45 calories for the standard size hot dog, and they're only 80 calories for a jumbo sized hot dog. And they have no fat and no, obviously no cholesterol in them. And they're just, I mean, really, really good, especially like roasting them over an open fire um, outside. (laughs) Jack Frost nipping at your nose. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry again. Everybody, you know, I think it's time for a little I'm sorry apology to everybody. And if you're new, a new listener, um, please don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me because I'm weird. I, I really do want to help you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get I get rummy and silly and I'm only on the <laughs> first email. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, But you can find (laughs) these hot dogs at most grocery stores. And where I find them in my store um, that I shop at is in the refrigerator section next to where the tofu is, is usually where you're going to find them. They're not uh, typically frozen. So you'll find them in the refrigerated section and they're called smart dogs and they're great. So here's another letter from a listener named Connie. First, I have to say, I love your sense of humor. I wrote to you a little while ago and you gave me the idea of actually what to do with a food log reviewing for what I eat. 
Thanks for responding. I'm starting to make some changes, slowly getting there. I looked a little further and found I was really overeating on days I didn't have protein for hours. I'm also slowly changing to a diet with fish and vegetarian dinners and feel like I have more energy. Yesterday, I hiked six hilly miles for the first time without feeling like I was going to fall over dead. I dreamed of hiking the AT since I was a kid. I can see the possibility of this dream coming true. This year, I believe I can start on that goal through section hiking. I've only climbed to the top of a mountain once, years ago, when I was in better shape. It was a wonderful experience. I can't wait until the possibility of climbing multiple mountains in a day. Again, thanks for your inspiration. Keep up the great work, Connie. And thank you so much, Connie. And you really touched on one of the passion, my biggest passions now, which is hiking um, and climbing mountains. And I mean, I, I, I just can't imagine my life without being able to hike and climb. It's, it's you know, it, even more than the exercise, there's something that goes on in my brain when I'm, when I'm climbing. It's kind of like, um, I don't know, a met, maybe a metaphor for life's struggles, um, seeing what's ahead of you and knowing that it is big and it is bad and it is ugly and it is going to, you know, whoop you, whoop your butt basically. And you just keep going and step by step you make it there. And before you know it, you're, you know, you're at the top and you, you're just thinking, how did I get here? I don't even really remember. I just knew that it was hard but when you take it in steps, in small steps, you get there. And so I really do um, love to hike and I love to climb mountains. And I'd love to hear about all the mountains that, that you are, are climbing, both figuratively and literally. So um, thank you so much, Connie, for sending me that, that email. And here's another letter from a listener named Terry. I just found your show and have listened to five of your podcasts. I love the information. I love your laugh and find myself chuckling along with you when your songs come up and your funny stories. I have taken off 10 pounds in the last three months and have 10 more pounds to go. I'm getting bored with dieting. I need all the help I can get to stay motivated and continue on my journey. I am finally getting it that I have to change my lifestyle since I have been gaining and losing the same 20 pounds for most of my adult life. Thanks for your program and for helping me laugh along this weight loss journey. Thank you so much, Terry, for that email. That's really sweet. And, and she did touch upon something that I truly believe happens to most everyone. Certainly it happened to me. Losing and gaining the same weight over and over and over. And to me, it just means that just haven't figured out uh, the, the permanent weight loss plan yet. And that's the yo-yo. That's the yo-yo diet that everyone talks about because it goes up and it goes down just like a yo-yo. And uh, I'm tired of that. I'm, I'm just tired of, of losing and then gaining. And I, and I certainly was tired of losing and gaining. So um, that's why I kind of just took a different perspective on it. And it, it's, it's so permanent in my mind that the yo-yo is broken. <laughs> It is down and it's not going back up. So uh, I feel like even if I do gain some weight back, you know, I, I mean, I'm expecting maybe I could put on probably 10 to 15 pounds and it really wouldn't, you know, devastate me. Um, but if, if I were to gain that weight, it would be new weight. <laughs> it, would, it would not be that same old 
15 pounds that I already lost. It would be new. <laughs> I would feel very happy. I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody, but it, 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 the reason why I say that it would be new weight is that I would have gained it for some reason other than the, the reasons why I gained it before. My patterns have changed and the way I view weight loss and my weight in general have changed. So um, I just really feel confident that I'm I'm going to stick right around this hover, hover around this weight that I'm at right now until I finally lose the last 20 or 30 that I want to lose and then I'm going to be done. I just really believe it. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you very much for sending me that email, Terry. Um, and I'm so glad that there are people out there that are appreciating my goofy sense of humor because, I mean, besides me, <laughs> because sometimes I just, I find that as I'm, you know, when sometimes when you're talking, you hear the words come out of your mouth and you go, what on earth was that? Did I say that? <laughs> like when I, when I told that man, he smelled like my poop, that kind of thing. It, it happens to me where I, I'm saying something and I realize how silly it sounds and my brain takes a few seconds to catch up <laughs> to my mouth. So that is what causes all the giggling. And so I really appreciate all of you sticking in there with me and having fun with the show because, you know, there's, there's enough stress and pain going around regarding your weight and your health and everything. So this is your time to just lighten up about it and just see if we can attack it at a different angle. So I really appreciate all of you and your positive comments about, about the way I'm, I'm going about this show. So, um, here's another sweet letter from a girl named Jessica. I just want to start off by saying that I absolutely love your show on iTunes. It's just the right balance. Well, I'm 18 years old, about 5'5", and I weigh 280 pounds. I have been, quote, trying to lose weight for so long as a lot of people try but never succeed. I've been on again, off again of diets, pills, all these fads, and nothing has worked. I think it has to do with me not believing it'll work in the first place. And I fear being at this weight because my family, in my family, there are people with diabetes, type one and two, cancer, hypertension, heart problems, high cholesterol. Anyways, before I go on, I'm basically at the board of death. Listening to your show has really made me believe that I can do this. I totally feel energetic when I hear the podcasts. It makes me want to go for a run, haha, and that's why I'm writing, because today is the day that my entire life is going to change. I don't have a goal such as I have to lose 100 pounds by next year, nothing like that. However, in November, I'm going to start attending one of the top culinary arts schools in the U.S., and I know I have to start now because I don't want to gain anything on top of the weight I already have. One of the teachers said she gained 20 pounds within the first year. So I want to train my body to know when to stop, and I will be traveling to Europe next year, and I don't want the weight to hold me back anymore. I'm going to live life to the fullest, and my fat won't be a part of that. I feel so happy, and I just want to say thank you so, 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 so much. There were four so's in there. <laughs> and I look forward to the next show. Gotta go walk my puppy now. Bye, Jessica in San Francisco, California. P.S. Maybe you can yell at my fat sometime. Ha ha. Uh, did I just get a request to yell at somebody's fat? I think I just heard a request to yell at somebody's fat, everybody. <laughs> okay, Jessica's fat. Here we go. Oh, man. 
Did you ever mess with the wrong girl? You know who this is, Jessica's fat. You know who this is. It's Wendy and Jessica. And Jessica told me all about you and your crappiness. So back off. Oh, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Ha! Get away from her. And don't get any ideas when she goes to cooking school. She's trying to make a career for herself, and that's bad form. Bad form for you to grab onto her like that. Get lost! <laughs> that was great. Jessica, I am so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much for sending me your email. And here's another email that's real similar to the one that I just read from a lady named Laura. Dear Wendy, I absolutely love your show. I discovered it this Sunday while I was listening to a finance podcast, the one from Jason. I am not in the habit of responding to podcasts, but I'm getting so much from your work that I feel the need to give something back. My name is Lara, and I live in Mexico City. I started struggling with weight when I was around 13 years old, after my family moved to another city, and we basically pigged out every day for about a month and a half. This is the third time I have decided to go to my ideal weight. The first time was with Jenny Craig, right off college, got there, regained the weight. The second time was a little over three years ago. Same story, got there, and I was actually very fit, but I didn't do it right and got a nice case of anemia, which upset and depressed me, and there comes fat again. This is the third time and I'm going to go, that I'm going through this. I'm about five feet, and my worst weight was 172, and now I am down to 156 and still have another 25 pounds of ungracious fat to kill. That is why I am so happy to have found your podcast. Since you have a goal of 139 episodes, that is well over two years, and I hope you do every one of those shows because maintenance is where I get lost. Obviously, being overweight has been a painful and often taxing issue for me, and I want to change my brain and my heart. I felt the time to let go of this fat came this year, and I know I am disciplined enough to do it. Your podcast is an invaluable tool. Please keep it up. And it is very inspirational and funny. I appreciate all your work. Warmly, Laura. P.S. I promise I will call your voicemail once I have killed my fat and yell it a nice goodbye. Thanks a lot. Laura. <clears throat> Laura, thank you so much for your email. The best part, I think, about your email is when you said that you wanted to change your brain and your heart because that's the key. And you have to start paying attention. And and I know that you realize that, and, and it's so great. And you know how, you know, when you're supposed to be reading something, like for whatever reason, you're not really into it. And I, I think that you just keep reading it over and over and over again. I mean, I think everybody's done this, where you're reading a book or an article or something, and you keep having to start over because you realize that you're spacing out and you have not acknowledged or, you know, absorbed anything that you've read. And that's why I have like the beginning lines of books memorized. <laughs> there is one, well, there's two in particular that always come into my head. Um, the first one is Call Me Ishmael. <laughs> oh, and um, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> I mean, everybody's heard those, right? And you know what the funny thing is, is that I have never fully completed reading Moby Dick or Tale of Two Cities. Those two <laughs> For some reason, I could not get into them, and I don't know why, but I kept reading the first line over and over and over, so it's just permanently just ingrained in my head, but um, I'm really, really proud of you 
for, for making and other people too, who have made these changes because it's like, you're, you're all deciding that you're just going to stop rereading and you're going to pay attention the first time. And you're going to finally get through this chapter and, and get on to the next. And that's what it's all about. And, and I really am very proud of you for, for doing that. And thank you so much for sending me that email. And, um, it's just, it's really exciting to watch everybody starting to figure all of this out. It's so, it's so great. And, um, but speaking of mistakes that are easy to make over and over, (laughs) I think it's time to delve into today's topic, um, which is something that I like to call restaurant tricks. This is a real big one for me. Um, restaurants are, they're just such a part of everybody's life and everybody's culture. And, uh, I think that this episode is definitely overdue and it ties in really nicely with the last episode, which was called adequate portions, because a lot of what I've said in the portions episode also pertains to eating out at restaurants. Um, you can use the same techniques and tricks and cues that I gave you last time when you're eating in a restaurant. But, you know, everybody goes to restaurants for different reasons. And a lot of times it's social reasons. You know, you just find yourself there because everybody's like, what should we do? Oh, let's go eat. (laughs) Um, Convenience, you know, you're, you're running out of time, you're on your way someplace and you need to stop and have something fast or easy. Um, enjoyment is another thing, obviously it's enjoyable to go out and have someone else prepare a meal for you instead of preparing it for yourself. And, you know, just everyone knows there's, there's just so many reasons to go to restaurants and I'm going to be completely honest with you here. When I first started my weight loss journey, I didn't eat out at restaurants at all. There, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) um, there, there was a period of about eight months where I did not set foot inside a single restaurant or food establishment. I mean, unless it was like a grocery store that had a restaurant in it, you know, I would go to the grocery store, but no, and you can, you can ask my poop about that <laughs> because, oh, it drove him nuts because him and his wife, we, that was one of the things that the four of us liked to do was go out to restaurants and eat and, and talk and catch up because you know, you're face to face and there's that, you know, that time you're sitting and you're looking at someone and you're talking and there's at least a half hour to an hour minimum of FaceTime. And so the fact that we weren't eating out at restaurants really, really affected people in my life, you know. Um, but uh, we did it and, and we just basically, it was it was odd, it was weird, especially at first, but we both didn't want to do it. And we, we didn't want to eat out because we wanted to follow our plan to the letter, which already included meals that, that we were supposed to eat. You know, we already had all of the food we were supposed to eat and we knew it was all portioned out correctly and everything. So we didn't want to risk anything. And I know that it's possible to go out when you're dieting and you're heavy into the dieting, you're in your initial stages. It's very, very possible to go out and eat very healthy at a restaurant. But we were just too afraid, to be honest. We were too afraid. So we just said, you know what? No restaurants. And we saved a lot of money. <laughs> We saved a lot of money by not going out to restaurants. So that was kind of a nice benefit. But we made this choice not to do it. And in addition to wanting to follow our plan to the letter, we we absolutely did not want to sabotage ourselves because so many of our painful overeating experiences happened in restaurants um, or other food establishments like buffets and, and things like that. So we just, there were just too many bad choices out there. And we were, oh my goodness, there are so, 
so many calories that people can consume without even knowing it. I mean, it is amazing. People, you would not even believe it. And you, and you know what? Restaurants put crap in your food. <laughs> oh, I don't mean real caca. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fats and oils and sugar and butter and just hidden calories, you know, all that crap is in there. And it's because it tastes good. It makes all the food taste good. I mean, you can, even if you don't like broccoli, you pour a gallon of butter and garlic and Parmesan cheese on it. It tastes, it doesn't taste like vegetables anymore, people. It tastes like yummy butter cheese goo. <laughs> and everybody knows it. I mean, and that's how um, these restaurants typically, um, hit, you know, throw in these hidden calories on you is by adding oils and, and other fats and butters um, to the meals. And, you know, not only do you, you think you're eating right because you're ordering vegetables or you're ordering a salad or something, but you don't, you're not aware of all the calories that are, that are being added. So I have this book and it's also available in my store at yellatyourfat.com if you want to pick one up. But um, and I highly suggest it. It's it's a very good book. It's called um, a lot of you may have heard of it. It's called The Calorie King: Calorie, Fat, and Carbohydrate Counter. And oh my goodness, it is oh my goodness, it is a, a very very neat book. It's like a little Bible. <laughs> it's it's the little calorie Bible. <laughs> um, but it's just amazing, and it's not a sit down and read it cover to cover book, but I did that. <laughs> I did when I first got it. I read it cover to cover. <laughs> it was really interesting. I was going through going, oh my gosh, Marty, did you know how many calories are in that um, chocolate thunder from down under? <laughs> did you have any idea? Just things like that. It was, it was actually kind of fun to see all the foods in there that we used to eat and knowing what we're saving each time calories and fat wise, what we're saving each time we refrain from eating one of those items. So it's kind of fun, but it's a reference book and you can just look up foods and find out calories, fat, and carbs in what you're eating. And it's not limited to just restaurants. It also includes, you know, products that you buy at the store. Also just, you know, standard foods, bread, you know, typical rice, anything. Yeah, a lot of it's in there. So, um, and, and they don't, they also, in addition, obviously, to those foods, they have actual meals from actual restaurants, of course, in there. And I don't know for sure, but I am pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that all of the restaurants in the world are mad at the Calorie King. <laughs> Except for, um, so, uh, there's a place called Soup Plantation uh, and Super Salad. Those two places, oh my goodness, they have very low-calorie food in there. Really low-calorie food, so... Um, I just off the top of my head, I remember those two places going, oh my goodness, look at this. This is all healthy. Um, <clears throat> but I'm sure for the most part, restaurants are really mad <laughs> at the calorie king. Um, but um, the truth about all of their entrees and desserts and appetizers is printed in this little book. And it is just amazing. So for example, I was flipping through it just yesterday and I opened the book and I noticed um, the following foods from this from a couple of popular restaurants. And I just want to tell you about them. <clears throat> Here we go. The Ultimate Cheeseburger from Jack in the Box. 1,010 calories, 
71 grams of fat. One meal, 1,010 calories. 71 grams of fat. And that does not even include the fries or the extra ketchup or the soda or milkshake or whatever, people. <clears throat> that is one burger. Standard burger. Oh my goodness. And before you choke, <laughs> which I'm about ready to choke right now, <clears throat> before you choke or swallow your tongue, because <laughs> both things would be bad. Um, but I do know the Heimlich, everyone. <laughs> Okay, before you swallow your tongue, it gets worse. A honey mustard chicken with bacon sub at Quiznos is 1,355 calories and 40 grams of fat. A grand taco salad with beef and no dressing, no dressing, people. Just a, a I say grand, I mean grande, you know those big ones. <laughs> I'm not very good at Spanish. I do not know how to say um, restaurant in um, Spanish. El restaurante. <laughs> One time, Marty and I were driving, um, traveling across country, and we were learning a little bit of Spanish from a podcast. And we learned how to say, um, oh, donde esta el restaurante? <laughs> and I kept trying to do the rolling of the R's. I apologize, everybody. I apologize. I'm not very good at very many things, but <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> the grande taco salad with beef and no dressing from on the border is 1,450 calories and 102 grams of fat. And you think, oh, well, I'll just get a chicken salad instead of a beef taco salad. You know, and that's just going to save me some calories. Oh, no. The chopped chicken salad is 1,330 calories and 89 grams of fat. That's a lot of calories and that's a lot of fat. And we do not need any of that. <laughs> that is a rhyme. <laughs> okay. Here is one that is going to get you. This one is going to get you. And I, it got me because I used to eat this. Outback Steakhouse. Bloomin' Onion. 2,210 calories, 134 grams of fat. I'm going to let that sink in a minute. Bloomin' Onion, 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 onion 2,210 2, calories, calories, 134, 134 grams, grams of, fat. of fat. Did that sink in? That's a lot. <laughs> and... <clears throat> Uh, here's one. This is another thing. We used to, Marty and I used to, to eat um, an order of these um, before our our meal of uh, lathered in butter um, vegetables and baked potato. This is when we were vegetarian, before we became vegan. We used to have the Aussie cheese fries at Outback Steakhouse. They all, they put bacon on it, but we'd have it without the bacon. But Aussie cheese fries, 29 100 calories, 182 grams of fat. I can't, I can't even believe that. I cannot even believe that. I even remember eating one of those by myself. And that is just the appetizer of one meal, 2,900 calories. That's almost a pound. 
You could, you could literally gain a pound just by eating one appetizer. It's insane. And in my lifetime, I have probably single-handedly consumed at least 50 of those Bloomin' Onions and probably about 75 of those Aussie cheese fries myself because we used to, that was a, a place we used to frequent all the time. So, I mean, I mean it. And it, it, I'm thinking, it's just an onion. I mean, it's just an onion. How many calories can an onion have? I mean, I'm seriously. No, but we used to eat those. And here's another one. Did you know that 10 McDonald's chicken breast strips, you know, those chicken breast strips that they make at McDonald's, um, with no sauce is 1,270 calories and 66 grams of fat. And I know there are people out there that are really pushing chicken and turkey and things like that, thinking, oh, they're so much leaner. Um, you know, they're, they're virtually identical when it comes to cholesterol and only slightly lower when it comes to, to calories and fat. 1,270 calories for 10 little strips of chicken does not sound like <laughs> a healthy meal. So, um, even, you know, if you think that by choosing chicken over beef or gourmet salads over some entrees that you're saving yourself, you really need to read this through this book. Just start skimming through it because you'll be so surprised because some of those salads, the gourmet salads, you know, they say that chicken Caesar salad or, oh, they have so many different kinds of salads on there, on, on all their menus, and they are so high in calories and fat, and you think it's a salad. But seriously, be really, really careful when you order those kinds of foods. And oh, here we go. Little Caesar's Crazy Bread. Remember? Little Caesar's Crazy Bread. One stick of Crazy Bread. And remember I told you that there are eight sticks per bag, and I used to eat four bags minimum. One stick is 90 calories. And the sauce that you dip it in is 45 calories. And this means that every time I would go and get my order of crazy bread, which was like, I don't know, once a day, <laughs> I was eating 3,060 calories. And I just, I mean, I just added that up and I cannot even believe it. I mean, the crap is being poured in by the truckload. <laughs> okay, here's something fun. Let's do a little quiz. go. Which of these items has the most calories? Okay. Is it fruit-filled pancakes from Denny's or a double Whopper with cheese from Burger King? If you answered B, the double Whopper with cheese, you would be wrong. <laughs> it's actually A, the fruit-filled pancakes from Denny's. They have 1,075 calories in them, and the Whopper has 990, which isn't much better, but it's amazing. You think, pancakes, fruit-filled pancakes, that's nothing. Oh, over 1,000 calories, almost 1,100 calories in one serving of fruit-filled pancakes from Denny's. So I was, I was just trying to throw you off there by giving you, <laughs> that was bad form, I'm sorry. I was just trying to throw you off, but no, here, here we go. <clears throat> Here's one. 
Which has more calories? An order of riblets from Applebee's or 10 Krispy Kreme glazed donuts? And the answer is the riblets. Can you believe that? They are 2,025 calories. And the donuts are 200 calories each. So you can have 10. Don't do this, by the way. <laughs> but you could have 10 Krispy Kreme glazed donuts and still not even get to the amount of calories um, that you get from one order of riblets at Applebee's. So here's something too. Guess which one of these meals at Taco Bell has the most calories? And first of all, I want to say something about Taco Bell. Taco Bell um, is, it, you can find a lot of, of healthy things at Taco Bell. And the main reason why I say that is because their beans um, are vegetarian beans. They don't have any lard in their beans. So it is possible to have a low-calorie meal at Taco Bell. And when we are stuck and we're out driving around and stuff, um, we will go to, to Taco Bell and um, get one of their border bowls with, with no meat or cheese on it. And it's really low in calories, you know, with just um, a few of the beans at the bottom. And then they have basically lettuce and um, so, I think some salsa and some tomatoes. And it's very, very good. So anyway, just telling you that about Taco Bell. But here, here we go. Which of these things do you think has the most calories? Nachos Bel Grande, Fiesta Taco Salad, or the Grilled Stuffed Beef Burrito? And if you answered the Fiesta Taco Salad, you're a cheater. Because <laughs> there's no way you would have guessed the salad. No, but you're right. It's the Fiesta Taco Salad. It has 860 calories, which is the highest calorie item listed on the menu in the book. So... Just don't be fooled by something that calls itself a salad because not all salads are created equal, so to speak. But I can tell you right now that most of the things that you're going to find at restaurants are not going to help you lose weight or maintain a healthy lifestyle. You really have to start looking for the healthy things and you have to be creative. And I have a few ideas on how to stay on your healthy plan and still be able to go have a meal outside of your house. So let's go to a restaurant, shall we? <laughs> Grab your coat and hat, everyone. <laughs> Do people really wear hats anymore? I mean, I know they wear like baseball caps and stuff, but when's the last time you saw a lady wearing a, a fancy hat? You know, one of those fancy hats that flips up on the side. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. But anyway, let's all go have some lunch, okay? And I have the perfect place to go. My Poops Pizza Parlor. Hello everybody, we are now standing outside of Desert Doug's Pizza, located in the great state of Arizona, city of Welton. It is between Yuma and Phoenix, off That's of right. I-8. Hello, this is Marty. I'm here with Marty, we are in the parking lot, we have just been greeted by Poop, who is in a rush to leave. Now let's walk over and see what Poop has to say. Uh, anyway, Father. Um, we're here at your, tell us a little bit about your establishment here. Well, we've opened uh, almost a year ago, about the end of June, and uh, it's been very successful, especially uh, with the, the uh, vegetarian type food that we, have, we <laughs> offer. Uh, have you tasted, have you personally tasted the vegan pizza? No. <laughs> I'm a meat man myself. 
But, you know, that's not to say that it's not good. I mean, people that do have it are just thrilled to death. I mean, really, it's it's amazing. Amazing how many people, uh, you know, are into that. Yes, and, uh, for health reasons and things. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of people asking to go easy on the cheese and easy on the sauce and thin crust and things like that? To we have make it- requests for thin crust and... Uh, Normally, it's more cheese instead of less cheese. <laughs> but, of course, you know, the, the, the vegan cheese, that uh, the soy cheese, is, uh-huh. that's fine. You know, you can, yeah. you can have all you want of that. Now, have you personally tasted the soy cheese? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you did? <laughs> I was just, I was just expect- a while ago. I was expecting you to say no. No, I haven't really. <laughs> you, I-, I know you had it. <laughs> can I lie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Great oh. artwork done on, on your building, by the way. You know, my daughter did the, the artwork. It's Her just name gorgeous. is Wendy. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a family affair here. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, the sun is shining and, and people are eating pizza. <laughs> well, thank you very much for this kind word, sir. Well, We're thank off you to... very much. Well, now, please have, uh, have, have one on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Mm, let's okay, get so some here, pizza. <laughs> here we are. Here we are in front of Desert Doug's Pizza, and we are about ready to go in and order ourselves a nice, healthy lunch. After you, Marty. Okay. No, after you. <laughs> Hello there, young lady. Hello. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing very, very, very well. Good. Everyone out there, this is my niece, Stephanie. Hello, everyone. <laughs> like to make an order if we might okay. for some healthy food okay. what, can I get you? what do you have that's healthy here we have the city slicker <laughs> which has no meat no dairy and it's very healthy okay vegetarian that's true true and what about you got spaghetti yes we do but you have meat sauce right yes Ugh. lucky for everybody <laughs> here I happen to have brought my own Spaghetti sauce. Smart. So I think I would like an order of spaghetti with uh, no sauce. And it comes with breadsticks, right? Yes, it does. Could you, could you please not uh, put any butter or cheese or anything on my breadsticks? Can they just be plain? We can do that. Okay. And Marty, what would you like? Hmm, what's this thing called the cactus hugger? <laughs> Sandwich on a hoagie roll, and it comes with the pizza sauce and vegetables. Mmm, mm, so that's vegan as well. Yes, with soy cheese on it. Mmm, that sounds good. And you also have a salad bar, I see. Yes, we do. Lots of good things mm, there. I can't decide. And we could just get an order of breadsticks if we wanted without any butter. That's true. I think I'll get a city slicker and I'll take some to go. <laughs> Okay, what size would you like? Mm, let's get a, what, a medium? Yeah, and then you can have that for lunch. I'll be eating off that for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Well, Anything thank, else? No, I was just going to ask you, are there requests that people make for uh, special things to try and cut down on calories, like making it thin? Mm, thin crust. Thin crust and, like, light toppings and things. And light sauce. Uh-huh. When people come in here and, well, there's a phone. Let's, let's stand by as she answers the phone. Desert Dex Pizza, how may I help you? Okay, bye. 
Oh, that was an easy one. <laughs> Wrong number. <laughs> All righty. Well, I think we've got enough here. Yep. Don't you think? Okay. Thank you very, very much, and we'd like our meal immediately. <laughs> All right, I'm on it. <laughs> Wow, thank you so much for this wonderful meal and this wonderful service. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. Yum. All right, everybody, we've got... This is way too much food. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to eat all this food. You're not going to have to eat it all. Okay, so we've got our order here. And the first thing I'm noticing is that my meal looks kind of bland because I don't have any sauce on my spaghetti and I don't have any butter or cheese on my breadsticks. But what she did do was give me some pizza sauce for my um, breadsticks and I'll be, be able to dip my breadsticks in my pizza sauce. And then also, like I said, I brought my own low-fat, low-calorie um, vegan um, tomato sauce, which happens to be Classico tomato and basil, which is very delicious. Marty's meal looks wonderful, and it is Yummy. obviously, it is very huge. <laughs> it's a large pizza. I'll put a picture of it on my website here for you to see. But um, it's loaded with vegetables, so the most, the majority of what he's eating is going to be vegetables. There's a little bit of soy meat on it, and also just a little bit of soy cheese. But for the most part, it's a thin layer of crust with um, adequate sauce and a lot of vegetables on it. So the vegetables are really going to fill him up and keep him, you know, full for a long period of time. So he won't only have to eat one or two slices and he's going to be done. Okay, now through the, what is it, would you call the marvelous wonders of modern technology, we have now finished our meal. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> well, I'm still hungry, though. <laughs> okay. But I have we had two slices of pizza, which is not very much from a pizza perspective, but right. it's probably going to fill my two hands. Right. See, and me too, I've eaten half of my spaghetti, and it is a four ounce serving of spaghetti, so I've eaten about two ounces of spaghetti. Are you still hungry? I'm a little bit hungry, yes. And so, what Marty and I typically do, and this is another tip that's really handy, is that we like to um, say, we, we'll just eat it in the car. Because, let's just face it, it's really hard to take your food and stop eating it when you really want to eat more and more and more. But what we do is we say, we'll just eat it in the car. We get a to-go box or a piece of foil or whatever. We take our food, we get in the car. If we're still hungry by the time we get to the car, we can eat it. But most of the time, we're not. Yeah. And that's just kind of a little trick that we use. So you Usually, should try that. when I get in the car, I'm like, oh, I'm so full. I'm so glad I didn't eat anymore. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so it's just really helpful to keep that in mind that you don't have to deny yourself eating your entire meal if you want it but just make sure that you really do want it because most of the time you won't so just say I'm gonna eat it in the car and you buy that you don't have to like if you've got a fancy car or something and you don't want to eat it in your car <laughs> say I'm gonna eat it when I get home and you just if you want it when you get home eat it if you if you still feel hungry eat it if you don't which you probably won't then you get an extra meal for the next day so or in our case, an extra meal for the next three days. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'll go get a box, and you want a box for your spaghetti? Yeah, like a little, they have those to-go bowls or whatever. Okay, I'm on it. Okay. Okay, now again, through the wonders of modern technology, we have 
crossed our arms and nodded our heads like Genie from I Dream a Genie. And now we are spontaneously transported to our car. We're driving down the road. <laughs> Remember that show where she used to cross her arms? I Dream a Genie. Yeah. Barbara Eden used to play. That wasn't the one with the nose where it goes tinkle tinkle tinkle. No, tinko, tinko. no, that's a uh, bewitched. Bewitched. But, yeah. How does Jeannie do it? She crosses her arms and goes. And it goes, it goes clink. Is it that goes the sound? Clink, like that, and she nods her head and closes her eyes. And then boink, they're in the car. Fifteen minutes later. Exactly. And they're deciding whether or not they are still hungry. There's a cop. Holy moly! I'm so glad you're going the speed limit, Marty. I always go the speed limit. You know that panic attack feeling that you get in your stomach when you see a cop, even if you're not doing anything wrong? <laughs> I just got it. I just got it. And then I always look back in my rearview mirror to make sure he's not pulling up behind me. <laughs> he's not. Anyway, where was I? Oh. Do you want some uh, spaghetti? No, actually, in fact, I do not want any spaghetti, nor do I want any of your pizza. Come on, slice of pizza in no, the car. No, I'm feeling absolutely perfect. I am perfectly filled. I'm pretty good, too. I'm a little on the full side. Two slices a little bit Interesting. much. So you're a little on the full side. Yeah. So if you would have eaten more, then you would even be oh, really miserable right now. I would be miserable. I'm so glad that I waited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that sounds really corny, but we're seriously talking like that. <laughs> we're serious. I am so glad that I waited. Gee whiz. Me too. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't eat too much pizza. <laughs> Wink. Me too, Marty. Golly gee willikers. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're in agreement then. We're just going to take it, take our food home and stick it in the fridge. Yep. All right. Success. Success. High five. Okay. You probably picked up on a few of the tips by just listening to that, but one of which is be friendly with your server and or whoever is taking your order. And it just happened to be my niece, Stephanie. So it's kind of easy to be friendly to her because she's so sweet. But <clears throat> it's just so important. And you wouldn't think that you'd have to be told this, but you really want these people on your side. And they know what food is available. That they, and they know you know what, what the chef or cook has the ability to prepare for you. So they know that the, the cook can give you something healthy that might not even be on the menu. So... You may have to step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you know if you're a little introverted or shy, but you you just have to be inquisitive at restaurants. Not pushy, not not demanding or pushy. Just very very inquisitive, and talk and just briefly explain that you're watching your calories. And if you use phrases like "Can you help me?" you know, or "I really need your advice. I'm hoping you can help me." I mean, I don't care who you are. When somebody nicely says to you, I really need your advice, would you please help me? You're going to help that person. <laughs> I mean, right? So <clears throat> just start there. Be, be really kind and inquisitive and definitely don't be demanding, but just ask your server um, really nicely for help and explain the situation. You're really watching your calories. You're trying to be good. Is there anything, any suggestions they can make or anything extra they can do for you? Um, that, you know, any meals that might not be on the menu. So <clears throat> that you're just going to be so happy that you did this and just get in the habit of doing that. It's, it's really, really a good habit to get into. The second trick, <clears throat> and this kind of goes along with being kind to your server or your waiter, is ask for substitutions. 
And being vegan, I'm used to doing this. Um, I'll order sandwiches with no mayonnaise or pasta with no sauce, um, potatoes with no butter, things like that, um, because I'm vegan and I don't want the animal products. Um, but you can really cut out a lot of calories simply by tweaking meals that the restaurant is already offering. You know, you get your salad dressing on the side so that you can, you know, dip your fork in it instead of having it poured all over. You can get the, the salad without croutons or without cheese, things like that. <clears throat> and I don't know if you, I, I mean, I, at this pizza parlor experience as an example, I ordered my pasta without any sauce and my breadsticks with no butter or Parmesan cheese. And you didn't hear this, but Marty ordered his pizza with a thin crust because he wanted to cut down on the calories. And he ordered the lowest calorie pizza on the menu, which just happened to be the vegan one. <laughs> I wonder how that happened. Oh my goodness, look at this lovely menu. <laughs> Actually, we didn't even ask Poop to put a vegan pizza on the menu. We just basically forced him into it. <laughs> because Marty and I designed the, the logos and the menus for him and his wife. And, and we just made up this neat name called the city slicker and we just put it on the menu. <laughs> I think you should have a vegan pizza, <laughs> but no, he, he sells a lot of the city slickers and the cactus hugger sandwiches, um, there because a, there's a lot of people that are even not interested. If they're not even actively seeking out a vegan option, they're always looking to cut down calories and cholesterol. So, um, he's always re really happy that we suggested these items, but making substitutions whenever possible is really, really going to help you. And like I said, you know, you have your salad dressing on the side, ask that your vegetables be steamed without butter. This is a huge one. A lot of meals come with a side of vegetables and more often than not, I'm saying probably in my, in my experience, about 90% of the time, those vegetables are steamed or um, fried or baked in some type of fat. So if you could just ask that there be no butter, um, no oil on just steamed vegetables only, they'll, they'll be happy, more than likely they're happy to do it. So just evaluating and tweaking the items on the menu is really, really going to save you so many calories. So it really adds up. The third tip is whenever possible bring extras from home. And <laughs> now I know this isn't always possible. And sometimes it's kind of weird. <laughs> um, especially since, um, eating out is a lot of time it's spontaneous. You know, you're just at the movies and then all of a sudden, Hey, are you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. Let's go. Uh, but if you know that you're going to go eat out, like if I know that I'm going out to eat, I load up my purse with all kinds of things. <laughs> I, I like to have I mean, salads is one of my, I know it sounds silly, but salad, the two, my two favorite foods in the world are salad and grapefruit. And they're not necessarily in that order. They switch sometimes. Sometimes it's grapefruit. I like more than salad. And sometimes it's salad. I like more than grapefruit, but I really, really, really love salad. And, and by salad, I mean a healthy, all vegetables, all kinds of vegetables you can think of. And the, the more colors on it, the better for me. I like reds and yellows and greens and um, browns and all kinds of colors on my salad. Um, and one of the things I like to add to my salads instead of croutons are raw almonds. I like to have a little bag of raw almonds with me all the time because also if I get really, really hungry, I just snack on about five of them and it really takes away the edge of hunger. So I don't 
eat any houses or anything <laughs> if I'm away from my home. Um, also, I like to have, sometimes I, I'll take little crackers with me, low-fat crackers, um, and I'll stick them in my purse. And I, I just learned how to make this so, oh my goodness. It's the best thing I think I have ever made. I, I honestly do. It, it is, I just learned how to make it. It is vegan ranch dressing. It is so delicious. And I dreamt about it all night the first time I had it. It, oh, it was so good. It's like I, I put a little on, um, on the spoon and I, and I had some of it the first time I made it and I had some of it and my mouth just did this weird, oh, I don't know, this weird thing happened in there. <laughs> it was like, I don't know if my taste buds could talk. They'd be going, whoa, mama, thank you so much. This is awesome. <laughs> it was so good. So even though it's perishable, I if I go, um, re, you know, if I'm going straight to a restaurant, I'll put some of those in, in the little, um, you know, those little ramekin containers or a little Tupperware container. And I will stick that ranch dressing in my purse. And I haven't had any problems yet. <laughs> I'm knocking on wood about that. But it, oh, it is so good. And it's so funny because when I'm loading up my purse, <laughs> I feel like I, um, you know, that game show from the 70s. I don't know if any of you have seen it. I'm sure you probably have. It's called Let's Make a Deal. And everybody used to, it was all in the 70s, I think the late 70s. And everybody used to dress up in costumes and then they'd sit there and then they'd pick what's behind door number one or door number two. And it was kind of cheesy. But at the end, the host would do this thing where he'd go out into the audience while the credits are getting ready to roll. And this was my favorite part of the show was the end. What he would do is he'd say, all right, he'd walk up to some lady. He goes, okay, I'm going to give you $100 for every paperclip you can you can give me from your purse right now. And she'd go rumbling through there. And then he'd turn around and he'd go, um, I, I want to see, I'll give you $100 for every diaper. You know, just random things he would ask for. <laughs> and I would so, I would so rake in the money on that show. <laughs> because he would, if he, you know, if he asked if anybody had raw almonds or... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> I would really love to be on that show. Let's bring it back. You know, if you're somebody out there and you're like in the TV industry or something, bring back Let's Make a Deal. Wouldn't that be great? Bring it back, okay? <laughs> but whenever possible, Try and bring extras from home because you can control the calories. You can control the fat. You know what it is. You know what's been added to it. Um, so just bring <clears throat> as much as you can from home. And it kind of freaks the people out at restaurants <laughs> because I'll say, <laughs> yes, can I have this gourmet salad? La, la, la. No cheese, no meat. No, no, no. Give me all the vegetables you got. Pile it up. And yeah, no dressing. Oh, no dressing? Yeah, no, no, no dressing. So then they come by later and they see me eating <laughs> salad with all this dressing on it. <laughs> and they're like, where did she get that dressing? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, the fourth trick 
is try and eat before you go. And <laughs> this may sound weird. You know, it's like, honey, are you almost ready to go out to dinner? We're meeting the Joneses at seven o'clock. Like, oh, just a few more minutes, dear. I'm almost finished eating. <laughs> you know, it just sounds so, so wrong. So not what you want to do, <laughs> but it is so helpful. You know, if you know you're going someplace where they might not have healthy food choices or you've never eaten there and you don't know what they have, um, eat a light meal before you go. And then you, you just don't eat a building <laughs> when you get there. And, um, you can just graze uh, you can order a light salad or a fruit plate or something, and you can just enjoy your evening out and you don't have to worry about eating food that's bad for you because you don't have any, um, healthy options to worry about. I mean, you know, just you, you just order the healthiest thing and you have on your menu on the menu, you know, you've already eaten, so you're not starving and it works out and you know another side effect of this which is kind of neat that most people don't really talk about but it is so neat to go to a restaurant and order the healthiest thing on the menu with someone who is ordering like the crappiest thing on the menu you know what I mean I don't know I feel so much better <laughs> I feel like a, a wonderful person and they they I know they're looking at me and they're going she just got the salad with no dressing. Oh, she just got fruit plate. Are you telling me she's going to eat fruit? And I ordered this steak and baked potato with sour cream. Are you kidding me? I'm going to sit here and stuff my face with sour cream when she's eating, you know, watermelon. It's, it's a really funny side effect that feels really good. So try it. It's really fun. You know, you're just eating like a little bunny and it's wonderful. <laughs> but, um, anyway, the, the fifth trick is share your meal. And this is a good one. If, if, you know, if you have a friend, um, or I, I as I said before, I hope you all have friends. <laughs> I'll be your friend. I will. We're friends. Let's be friends. It's decided. We're friends. <laughs> but seriously, try to split meals whenever possible. And Marty and I do this all the time. <clears throat> we usually take turns uh, because sometimes he, you know, he wants to eat something, you know, he wants to order something really bad. He's a more spicy type eater and I'm very much a bland eater. Um, and, and I like salads and that's like one of his least favorite things. Um, I think he just, I don't know what it is about salads that he doesn't like, but he, I think he likes his vegetables cooked rather than raw. But anyway, we did, we just take turns choosing what we're going to eat. And, um, it's usually the person that's the hungriest gets to pick because, <laughs> um, that's just how we do it. But if you, if you try this, it really does help and, and, and it saves on money. And, and it saves on time, um, cause you, you know, they give you your meal a lot faster cause there's only one and Marty and I, we just, we usually, cause the portions are so huge in restaurants these days, we, we finish eating our half and we both feel really satisfied and also very proud of ourselves that we didn't overeat. So it's, it's, it's a really good thing to try. And the sixth trick is eat your food later. And this is just like our trip to the pizza parlor. This is, this is really good policy that we have. And I think it may help some of you out more than you realize. Cause for me, I know, and I know also too, after hearing from some of you, a lot of you are probably just like me, but for me, the reason I would usually overeat is because I, for some strange reason, 
I had this feeling that I didn't know when I was going to be able to eat again. And it's as I say that, it sounds so odd. I'm just hoping that some of you know what I mean when I say I'm, I'm eating a piece of cake or I'm eating um, a meal and it's really good. It tastes really good. And I don't want to give it up because I don't know when I'll be able to have it again. And I, I would just keep eating and eating and eating. And there's just this little panic like, oh no, oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to stop eating because I might not get it again. And I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be unfulfilled. And so I just cram it, cram it, cram it, cram more food in and until I physically couldn't hold any more food in my stomach. Um, but now um, Marty and I have this, we'll eat it in the car policy. And this is just something that we came up with that no matter what, when we think we've had enough food, we, you know, our brain has that thing like, you know what, I've eaten my cupped hand full of portion, you know, and I should be full. I might not feel full, but I'm going to say, let's finish this in the car. That's what we say. Hey, you know what? Let's finish this in the car. That's our, our key words that we say. And then we get our little to-go thing. And, and I'm telling myself the entire time, this is how I'm able to stop eating. People would, maybe some of you have the question, how do you stop eating? What, I mean, I can't physically stop. I can't make myself stop. This is how I do it. I say, and I believe it. And I am not lying to myself when I say, I can finish this in the car. That's what I'm going to do. And I feel so confident about it. And then I order my, I get my to-go box. I wrap it up. I put it in there and then um, we go to the car. And you know what? If I am hungry, it's about 10 minutes later, we're driving down the road. If I am hungry, I will. I'll go in that box. I can look in that box. I can start picking food out of that box um, if I want to. But most of the time, I don't. Most of the time I say, well, I'll just wait till I get home because then I can heat it up or then I can have it on a plate because I like to eat you know, with a knife and fork. I got this thing about eating with a knife and fork. I even eat pizza with a knife and fork because it, it makes it last longer. So I'll say, oh, I'll just eat it when I get home. And then when I get home, I'm like, well, I'll just eat it tomorrow. And it really works because I'm, I'm giving myself baby steps to get out of the situation that I'm in. And it's so helpful. So I really encourage you to do this. And it might sound weird. And even, you know, if you've got a fancy car and you don't eat in your car... <laughs> Say you're going to eat it when you get home, but do that. And if you are hungry, you're literally hungry. And when you get home, you may f finish your meal. If there's nothing wrong with it. You shouldn't feel guilty. Finish your meal if you're hungry, but you probably won't be. You probably won't be. And it, you will be so happy you did this. So that's one of my biggest tricks that I use is we're going to eat it in the car. Um, and, and certainly whenever we go to Poop's restaurant, we always take half of our meals home and we, we eat off of that for two days. So it saves, saves you tons of money. I mean, if you think about it, you're, you know, you're eating where you're normally eating one meal, you're, you can eat that same meal, three different meals and two different people can eat it. So it, it really does help. And, um, speaking of my poop, <laughs> I like to speak of my poop. <laughs> I love my poop. I love my poop. <laughs> My poop is funny. My poop makes me laugh. <laughs> I like to spend time with my poop. And you know what else? I like to play games with my poop. <laughs> <sighs> I know. 
I know you don't even have to say it. Okay. <laughs> but speaking of poop, let's hear a little stuff that rocks. Holy cow. This item is so fantastic. I can't even believe it. It's really I like it a lot. Hey gang, gotta keep the pace with Bacotti Mild Soft Cocoa. This company's been around for about 40 fucking years. And boy, do they do a job of making that wonderful mild flavor. Okay, here is a really good tip when it comes to eating out. Um, most places have salsa or picante sauce, whatever you want to call it. Um, unless you're going to like an Italian restaurant or something, but a lot of restaurants, more than you think, have salsa in their restaurant. And here's something that you should try. This is a huge tip that will really help you. Use salsa as salad dressing. And I know that sounds weird, but it is so good. You just get all the vegetables that you want. You order a salad with every kind of vegetable you can think of. And you say, you know what, can I have a side of salsa with that as my salad dressing? Sure. Because salsa is usually always fat-free. In fact, I have I have been looking for a long time, and I, I don't think I've ever seen any salsa that isn't fat-free. It's probably out there, but it's very rare. So it's, it's usually always fat-free. And compared to salad dressing, it is significantly fewer calories. Um, it's comparable more to mustard or ketchup as opposed to salad dressing, which is more comparable to mayonnaise as far as calories go. So you really save a lot of calories and, of course, fat when you use salsa as your salad dressing. And it makes it taste like this, like a taco salad. It is so good. And, and if you're in a place that also has um, black beans, get a little order of black beans, a whole bunch of lettuce and a big garden-type salad with some salsa on the side, and you'll have your entire meal for like less than 300 calories. And I'm not kidding less than 300 calories, an entire meal that will fill you up and just make you feel so good about yourself and so healthy. It's, it's wonderful. I'm, I, I, I highly recommend that. So it's, it's very, very refreshing. So please give it a try. And, um, one last thing. Jersey, here's that thing again.
and where I try and predict where people are from. She wants to say something to her fat. Get out of here. You're out of here. You're out of here, fat. Thank you for calling me, Nancy. This is Nancy, and I want to yell at my fat. You're out of here. Fat, you are out of here. I'm tired of you hanging on me. I'm tired of you just being there. You're out of here. I'm listening to Wendy's iPod, a podcast, and, and we're going to get you out of here, baby. Out, out, out. That felt good. Thank you. Please hang up and try again. <laughs> that was so cool. That was really a cool voicemail. Thank you so much, Nancy. Thank you for calling me. And thank you to all of you who have been writing me and leaving me voicemails. It is so nice to hear from all of you. I really, really do appreciate the time that it takes for you to talk to me and, and ask me questions. And the fact that you're appreciating my opinion is so wonderful. And um, it doesn't go unnoticed. It really does make my day. Thank you so, so much for your support, everybody. And I know all of you can master this. I know you can. You just take the time to think about some of these tricks when you're eating out, and I think it really will help you. It really, really will, because eating out does not have to be a disaster. You can have a low-calorie, low-fat, healthy meal when you're eating at a restaurant. You just have to look a little deeper sometimes. Don't, don't eat what you've always eaten just because you've always eaten it. Don't just order the chicken because you think it's the lowest-calorie item on the menu. Don't order a gourmet salad you know, with dressing and chicken and walnuts and all kinds of stuff on the top that you don't really need. Don't order that um, arbitrarily because you think it's the healthiest thing. Really take the time, plan it out ahead of time, and and you can save a lot of calories and, and have a wonderful meal out with your family or friends at the same time. So I, I am really, truly proud of you, and um, you should be proud of yourselves. I am truly, truly proud that you're listening and um, that you're open to the suggestions I'm giving. Um, it's amazing. Congratulations on your choice to take your own life into your own hands. You can do this. Have faith in yourself and you will do this. This is Wendy for Yell at Your Fat. Thanks so much for listening.